Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Club at 22, your Rangers podcast. It is Friday, the 11th of August. We are live on YouTube this evening, and I am your host, Ryan Haymarch. We're here to discuss the Servette game on Wednesday and discuss the upcoming Premier League game on uh, tomorrow against Livingston. As always, can I ask you to please like, share, and subscribe to the channel. We are getting close to 5,000 subscribers, and we're very keen to to get that to that milestone, um, which is unbelievable for us. Really appreciate all your support and the comments that we get every week, um, even the bad ones. It gives us a bit of banter on the group chat, so keep them coming. <laughs> um, and please get involved in the, the comments this evening. Um, we've got a good community there, so everything Rangers in the comments tonight, please. So let me introduce my guests. Uh, firstly is, don't see a clock in the background, which is a massive concern. Ali Pearson, how are you this evening, mate? It's like changing rooms now, Ryan. That's this is me in the spare room now. So I've made it to the spare room. There is no clock behind me. There's soon to be some Ranger stuff behind me. So um, stay tuned to the next podcast, possibly. Oh, I bet you people can't wait, mate. I bet you can't people can't wait. wait. They're on the edge of their seats. <laughs> and this is a perfect time to introduce the Patreon. So if you subscribe to the Patreon, you will find out about Alistair's new content and background. Uh, of course, I'm only joking. Next uh, up is Scotia Gamo sporting a believer. Is that a Barca 72 t shirt? Barca. Ah, we Barca Bear 72 t shirt. Yes, I'm good. Uh, Ryan, uh, hello, listeners. Hello, the other two lads. Yes, um, looking forward to tonight. Good, good. Yeah, that's a nice t shirt, mate. Rem- actually, reminds me of a Club at 22 t shirt that uh, Mr. Carney has, which is very nice as well. And just talking to Mr. Carney, how are you, mate? Yes, mate. I'm all good. I'm all good. Good evening, chat. Good evening, everybody. Yes, uh, another full house, by the way. Another full house. And by the way, Ryan, your mic sounds bloody brilliant tonight, mate. Now that it's facing the right way. Uh, progress, mate. Progress. <laughs> it is progress. I've got a new background as well. Oh, background as well. Uh, the clock is gone. Um, took that down. I got a feedback from a few interior designers uh, in the chat. It said I need to get rid of that clock. Apparently, it's a very last year, uh, Alistair, so take note. Um, we are here to discuss all things Rangers, guys. There is nowhere else to start apart from our 2 1 win against Savet um, on Wednesday evening. I think everyone's going to the game a bit apprehensive after um, the poor show last weekend. Um, but at the same time, very much looking forward to seeing what, what uh, reaction we got out of the team. I believe we did get a, a huge reaction. Um, Rangers went out 2 1 winners. Not the result we maybe all wanted, but it was a win, and that is the main thing. Um, Rangers started off with a Tavernier penalty. I was just trying to remember his name there. <laughs> Tavernier <laughs> penalty. And then followed quickly by a, a Cyril Dessers goal as well. Um, and then Servette got a goal back, unfortunately. Todd Campbell was the one who went down for the penalty. And Todd Campbell was also the one who got filled for the red card for Servette. Second half, the first half, Rangers started brilliantly, played some great football, in my opinion. Looked very hungry, very sharp. And then the second half, I think we all know uh, what we've seen. I can, another side of Rangers, unfortunately, we didn't close the game off maybe the way we all wanted to. But nonetheless, we won 2-1 and we take a victory over to Switzerland. So hopefully we can do the job over there. I'll come to you first, Scotia, because I know Ali and Carly were on the reaction pod, which they did from the car. What was your taking from the game? We'll go into individual performances later, Scotia, but what was your um, taking from the game? 
Yeah, I mean, I've not listened. I've not actually listened to the boys' um, post-match reaction they've done. So I don't know if um, Kyle thanks, Kyle 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 thanks, Kyle 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 I don't know if Kyle 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 like you said there, we did see the signs of improvement in the first half, playing an awful lot better. And it, what you've got to remember as well is we were all going into that game saying it, we thought it would be tough. We were speaking about how Genk, eh, not Genk, sorry, how Servette, how they played against Genk in the previous previous round for them. And we all we, we all we were all going into that game with a bit of concern. I think the big frustration for me comes into, like you mentioned there, the second half, and in particularly the last 30 minutes, where I don't know if it was maybe a psychological thing being down in playing against 10 men where they were trying too hard to force the issue at times. But that was frustrating. But overall, you, I think we've got to take positives out of that. More positives than negatives, though, eh, for me, I would say. Yeah, I think that's the way it's got to be. I think the first, my first feeling coming away from the stadium was garbage again. That's what I said to my dad. I was like, garbage again. And then you think about it, you watch highlights back. Yes, it's the first Champions League qualifier, if you think how we played on Saturday. I'll be honest, gents, I didn't see the first half an hour coming from us. The energy is exactly what I want to see. The hunger, the desire. They looked as if they wanted to do something, wanted to score goals. And that's all you ask of a Rangers team. Like If we'd done that on Saturday, I genuinely believe the result would have been better. Uh, a lot better than it was anyway. Um, I know they get the, the manager got, got it in the neck for his tactics on Saturday and um, the starting lineup as well, but I genuinely feel that the players kind of let us down a bit as well in terms of their application desire. Carney, you give the the post match um, reaction with Ali in the car and pretty fair. I, I did watch it, uh, so I just want my my brownie points there and a couple <laughs> of my jazz points as well. Um, but what any change from your views um, after the game? What did you think? Um, if anything, I, I was maybe a wee bit light on the team, maybe not heavy enough. I, I still look at it as more as a missed opportunity than anything else. I think the first half, you're right, mate. I thought the first 30 minutes, I thought we looked good. And I, I, I mean, I know it was, it's probably not us even at a peak yet, but some of the passing was great. It was quick. It was first time. It was we were moving the ball really well. So at points, couldn't really keep up with us. And yeah, but the, the second half is still a bit of a... I concern me because it wasn't good. It wasn't an enjoyable watch. Um, the, you could feel the crowd getting a wee bit angsty as well, which I do think fed onto the park. But that's not the fans' fault. That's what we expect, and it's almost the, the players and the managers' fault for the performance that we had on the Saturday, kind of spilling over, I think, into the into the game on Wednesday night. But look, it's there was progress. I wanted something to not hang my hat on, but something to go, right, okay, we've actually played a bit of football there. It wasn't the same thing that we'd witnessed, I mean, the first 30, 35, 40 minutes. It wasn't the same thing we'd witnessed over and over again on Saturday. There was more to it there. There was a lot better movement. Uh, and, and we looked sharper. We did look sharper. Uh, but again, a lead's a lead. As I say, as a lead, I'm, I'm trying my hardest to pick the positives out of it as well because it's it's... It's no easy always being negative about the team. Um, it definitely isn't. We don't we don't go out to be negative about the team. We will call it as we see it. Scores in your regards to Ali. By the time we got back to the car and recorded that twice because the first time didn't work, he had calmed down quite a bit, so he wasn't he wasn't too rash. Uh, when, <laughs> when we first met, when I first met him, I was like, my God, we're at opposite ends of the scale because I wasn't I wasn't raging as such, but it was just a 
I just a feeling of well, oh, we really should score. We've scored three or four, and I think that's something we've said far too often about this team over the past how many years you want to look at it. We're still finding our feet very much in the front line. Um, but look, there was signs of progress there. There was signs of progress in, in that first 30, 40 minutes. Uh, I do believe that, but we do have to quickly click into being more decisive in the final third because some of the wasteful passes mate, were hard to watch, they really were you were doing decent build up and then it was coming to nothing, at one point Tavernier was running forward with the ball and we're all put, shouting to get pushing forward and I'm not singling him out but it looked like he was telling everybody to calm down whereas the crowd's everyone telling him to speed up and get on with it so look it is, it's one of those things um, the cliche that's getting flung about left, right, and centre now is the gelling of the the gel of this team. The team will gel, etc. Et but I think, I think it's the case. I do think it's the case. I think once we find our feet, I, I believe it's going to come. There was enough there on Wednesday for me to think, right, it will come. But it it may we may have to be patient. And I know it's difficult to be patient as a Rangers fan, but I can be patient when I can see what we're trying to do when I can see an idea when I can see a, a, a style of play almost because um, the first 30 minutes almost almost provided us with that but what I, can, I won't be patient with dropping points I won't be patient with us just not doing the fundamentals right and beating teams and not knocking out the silly mistakes that we've been having so oh no mate it, it's a win it is a win and um, we are still ahead going into the, the tie next week and that's the, the positives I'll take from it yeah, I think after, like I said, after a few hours after the game or, or the next day, I certainly reflected a bit differently. Um, I think you do have to look at the positive. I don't think we can keep going with this. And it is, it is the nature of being at Rangers and it's the nature of Rangers fan. We have gone a long time without trophies, far too long, um, in my opinion. And um, that is, that's never going to change. Our standards are never going to change as fans. There was someone um, sitting or standing behind me and all night they were saying get, get off the players' backs, and I was like, that'll never. That's been like that since I've been going to games, and it will always be like that. That's just what you, you have to put up with that as a Rangers player, and that's why I think mentality is huge if you come to Rangers. So, yeah, it's one of these things. But I do think you have to look at the positives. Ali, um, Carly makes some good points. I mean, we created chances. This is what I looked back and didn't realize that we had created quite a few chances. I am forever criticizing this Rangers team or previous Rangers teams over the past few years for not creating enough chances. But we did. We created we created a few good chances there later. Yeah, no, we did. I think folk are more frustrated because we're just wasteful in front of goal again. Yeah, their keeper had a couple of good saves, let's be honest about it. He did have a couple of good saves, but I just thought we were wasteful in the final third. And it's the same as previous seasons. I think that's what folk have got in their heads. You, you look back to previous seasons and it's it's the same stuff, but with a different set of players. I think that's what a lot of folk look at. Um, this week's been a mixed reaction, Ryan. I'll be honest. People I've spoke out about with my job, I, I speak to a lot of people about Carney, similar with his as well, and it's, the, it's kind of split the support. I would say that game during the week, a lot of folk are saying that was utter garbage, not good enough, and then there's some people on the other side of the fence going, "We need to give them time." But that's the range of support. It's always going to divide them, but. Um, yeah, it was the positives were we won the game. Another ninety minutes under the belt for for this team as well. But it was um, I just thought I was more frustrated because we should have had that, that. This game should be done. The tie should be dead and buried by now, and it isn't. And we're going across to Switzerland. They'll they'll be happy. Servet. They've got a lot of players coming back next week. They might fancy themselves. I still think we've got more than enough to beat Servet over there. To be honest, we're a better team than them. But. Um, 
it was disappointing. We just couldn't put the tie to bed, Ryan. That's a disappointment for me. Yeah, I would agree. I think people have got a point. It's a valid point that we didn't score. I mean, it was 10 men after all. Um, and I do want to talk about Savet a wee bit. Um, John Allen, welcome to to the channel and thank you for signing up as a, a new subscriber, a new member. Um, I will steal Carney's um, party line by saying apologies for the green and white. It is Northern Ireland green, we are told. It is Northern Ireland green. Um, but I, I, th- I think people have got a point for we should have scored more goals. There was a point in that game where I was like, put us to bed tonight. We are playing well. We're controlling the tempo of this game. We're in charge. We're at home. They don't look comfortable with this crowd. Put it to bed. But I'm willing to give the players a pass. I think the keeper made a really good save off Lammers, I think it was. Lammers yeah. missed a sitter. It happens. I think he had a game of two halves. We were talking where I stand um, about his first half. I thought it was very impressive in the first half. Somebody's just on, in a, on a shoot. Uh, what's the word? Shooping? No, not shooping. Turning on a shoehorn. Turning. Sixpence. Shoehorn? Is that a sixpence. Sixpence. Thank you. We got there. We got there. Then <laughs> turn on a sixpence. What did I say? A shoot? What is a shoot? What is a shooping? I don't anybody, know what a shoot. I said shoehorn. shoehorn. If anybody knows what a shooping is uh, in the comments, please Google it and put it no. in there. Uh, it could turn on a sixpence. He just left a few players for dead, and he, he really impressed me. But I gave him a two halves. So I was talking about being this great player and. I'm not going to say he's not going to be, but he put in a half, in a second half where his distribution of the ball was poor and he just didn't have a great second half. But overall, for me, it is po- I'm going to look at the positives of this. I think when these players are a bit sharper, I think if you play that game in a month's time or two months' time, I think we would batter Servette. That's the way I would look at it. Scotia, just Ali's already jumped ahead. He's given us his ideas, his thoughts on what the second leg will be. Um, so he's got it. He's got it sorted. But what did you think of Savet, um Scotia? I was watching them, and I'll be honest, I appreciate they've missed players. Um, six or seven, I was told. I don't know how many of them were back for next week. I know it'll be different in the second leg when they're at home, etc. But for me, I was not impressed with them at all. I didn't think they. I didn't see anything. I'll be honest with you. I didn't see anything that we need to worry about apart from ourselves. That's precisely how I feel, Ryan. Um, I don't didn't think Servette were any great shakes. Yes, they they got, were well organised in the once they went down to like ten men, but I didn't think they were any great shakes. But in the same token, I don't think we're I don't think we can sit here and say we're a great team yet either. So that's where my worry and trepidation comes from. I think we can be a good to great team, um, but we've spoken about it. It's the, the time to gel, and hopefully we can do that because it is. Um, and I think Rangers and Tour had put up there that they've sold out thirty thousand. Sell, sell out their stadium. It's a massive match for them as well. It's a £5 million mat, uh, match for both teams, isn't it? Um, getting through into the next round. Um, like you, I'm not sure how many of those players that are out injured um, will make a return. I don't even know if the boy that was sent off against Genk, if he'll be back. Is that just a one-match suspension? He had to oh, serve. Oh, Rangers and two will be quick in the comments there, no doubts to let us know. That's stuff apart for until we record before the game next week, but I still think it'll be a, a difficult game, and because it's only sitting at two one, that's where the nerves nerves come in. If it was sitting at three one, you'd be going into it a wee bit more confidently. But it's you know it's vital we make the start that we made at home over there. And do you think Scotia that you'll see maybe a return of if, what have you been, just a return of the defensive midfielders? Do you think we'll maybe play a more contained game? Because I do feel as if credit to Michael Beale. 
and his coaching staff, I do feel as if we went at them uh, the first half hour. I think we looked as if we were trying to kill it. So do you think we'll be a bit more standoffish in the second leg? An interesting one. I was actually thinking about this earlier as well. And I was, I think, Carney, when you'd made your, mentioned your team, you'd went for the, the home tie there, you'd went for the 3-5-2. And it wouldn't surprise me if we've seen something like that. Maybe a 3-5-2 with Lundstrom playing there so that he can, you know, drift in and out rather than going for three centre-backs, you know, going for someone like Lundstrom that could put in there. Um, it'll be interesting to see. It's one of those ones where a lot of people will be saying, no, I'll just go out and play our game, take their game to them, which I think we probably should, given the level of opposition. If it was another, if it was a higher level of opposition, I would probably be going for seriously considering that option of playing a 3-5-2 or something like that. Yeah. Carney, um, what were your uh, views on Survey? I didn't have stock not spoken to you about the game, but um, what were your views on Survey and, and just give us a kind of re-insight how you think the second leg will go and how we'll set up? Yeah, um, first of all, Stephen Smart, thank you for joining the channel, mate. Really do appreciate the support. That's magic. Um, thank you so much. Apologies for the green and white, but it is Northern Ireland green and white. Again, I'll reiterate that. Um, <clears throat> I don't think Savet were great. Uh, and I don't want to be kind of too disrespectful to them. Uh, I, I don't think they were particularly good. Um, they didn't really trouble us from open play, if we're going to be honest. There was no great threat where you thought, oh, it's good they're about to score or in. There were a few kind of half chances, I would say, at best, but I didn't think they were they were particularly good. They, they love to throw themselves about a bit. They do like to break up play as much as they can. But next week, mate, I, I, I understand the... the the thought process about maybe being a wee bit more reserved because we've got a goal lead, but go out and kill the tie. Start again. Um, sweet Pete, thank you very much again for joining the channel. That's very nice of you. Thank you very much, everybody. Um, but I, I don't see the point in it. I'm, I'm more, no, let's go out and finish the tie. Go out and score one one or two more. If we score two again within the first half an hour, the tie's over. Do you know what I mean? The tie's completely done. So I would, I would like Rangers to probably start the starting 11 that we started on Wednesday night, on Tuesday night, and just go for it. Literally, just go for it. I don't see why we should show them too much respect. I get they're a European side, and it's not it's not your kind of your average Scottish game that you're playing, but I, I would prefer to look at it like that, because sitting back and being a wee bit more reserved just makes me nervous, mate, and I don't like to be nervous when I'm watching Rangers, so I would prefer we went out and played our game, took our game to them. We are good enough. If we click like we did in the first 30 minutes, score a couple of goals, the tie's done. Effectively, the tie's over, so... It'll be tougher. It's not going to be easy. I am out of the six or seven or eight or whatever it was that was out. I think only three of them were start considered starting players. The rest of them were all kind of squad players. But even at that, they'll still be a, a an improved team. But yeah, I mean, I still fancy Rangers. I do. I, I think we we have more than enough, um, and we're going to have another ninety minutes under our belt after tomorrow. So yeah, quietly confident, mate, going into next week. I think if we get a, a get a goal early on, then I think the tie could be very much in our in our hands at that point. So yeah, I see. I can say I reiterate it again. I get the the the, the kind of idea around maybe being more conservative, but no uh, attack, 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 as you would say, mate. Yeah, I think so as well. I think. <clears throat> If you go over there and you show that team not respect, and I'm not, but I don't want to be come across as being disrespectful. I just wasn't, I wasn't worried about them. I wasn't watching them when they got the ball and thinking we need to watch it. This this mm-hmm. lot they look sharp. They, I just thought the, our biggest again, our biggest concern is ourselves. And I think once we conquer that, we'll be fine. But in the second leg for me, I, I just I think Rangers, I think Rangers should go for that goal. It's easy saying that as a supporter. It really is. Ali, I will bring you into this conversation. I know you had a wee say about it, but the second leg, mate, what did you think of it? Did you think 
we've anything to worry about. I appreciate it'll be a, a different second leg and they'll be they know what they've got to do. If you can put it that way, what are you expecting? Of Survey, they were pretty much what I thought they were going to be, to be honest. I thought they were pretty well organised. When they went down to 10 men, they were organised. They didn't really offer much, right, to be honest. That's why 2 and I thought we can go on and really kill this time, and we didn't. But, yeah, they've got players to come back. I agree with yourself with Carney. I wouldn't be going out um, to Switzerland next week and trying to maintain them. Because, you know, if we try and maintain teams, well, look at Rugby Park. We, we, that's what happens. <laughs> Um, so I would go out the same as you and Carney. I would take it to Servet on um, on Tuesday when we play them, try and kill the tie. We're a better team than Servet, and that's not being disrespectful to Servet, but we are. Um, so we need to go out and put a stamp down there. But yeah, I'd go out. I'd play a similar team to to what we played um, the other night there, and I would go out and I would uh, try and kill a tie in the first half. That's exactly what I would do. So yes, no going over there and containing them because... I've seen that movie too many times with it. I'm sick of it. <laughs> and Davey, Davey 1642, thank you. Thank you very much for coming a member too. Yes, absolutely. Um I, I think I think we've all seen that movie before and, and you go away from Europe and you go down one nil very little and it's it's a completely different uh, tie. So let's hope that we have not ruined Miss Chances and Rangers do the business. But we'll go into that more depth, I think. Next week, will we get a pod next week? Actually, they're Tuesday, aren't they? We'll see. Oh, yeah, we could probably do Monday night if we're free. Yeah. Um, I, I don't even know if I'm free yet, but yeah, I don't. Just, just yes. do one on Friday, uh, Monday night, mate. Yeah, yeah, bear with us. We'll see what happens with that. Um, just want to stay on, on things. Um, I want to kind of go into the individual performances because I think there was one very obvious individual performance for me on Wednesday night, and it was everybody will know who I'm going to say, Todd Cantwell. Um, I was impressed with the tempo Rangers in the first half hour. I thought it's what I want to see. I've, I've said that I'm, you're probably all exhausted hearing me talking about tempo, but I think it's a huge thing when it comes to this Rangers team. I'm usually in the thoughts of I can judge how a game's going to go in the first five minutes with Rangers. If it's that slow, mundane passing, I know it's going to be a struggle. I, I can feel the game's going to be a struggle, but it looked as if they were taking two touches, passing the ball quickly, just moving the ball constantly and that's that for me gets the players up for it gets the crowd up for it as well and Todd Cantwell was for me the centre of all of that he was he just doesn't stand still um fantastic to watch everything I want to see in a Rangers player Scotia Michael Beal we've, we've called him out for the command game for not playing him we called him out last year for not playing Todd Cantwell when Todd Cantwell was playing like this that you cannot drop him he's undroppable no, you're correct, absolutely correct, because, he, like you say, he brings you that energy, he brings you that attitude and swagger, that gallusness about him, that get, get, gets the fans right on side and gets the team right on side, because if Cantwell wasn't starting on Wednesday night there, we're not getting a penalty, you know, inside the first couple of minutes, because no one else is going and running to get that, nick that ball off the defender, everyone else would have just given that up for a lost cause, so what he brings to the team is massively important, I think it's important to say as well, the two players that played beside him on Wednesday night there are important for him as well. Because I think that that allows him the freedom to do a, bit, a wee bit more. You know, he can come down deep and pick the ball up, but it allows him the freedom to more to play up the park a bit higher. Um, I think when there's other sort of certain team members playing there, there's maybe a tendency for him to drift back and stay a bit too deep too much of the times. Um, but no, Cantwell's massively important. First name in my first name, in, well, he's not my first name because I go from goalkeeper. I do it 
in kind of position order, but he's as he is one of those um, first names on the team sheet. So right you're now. sticking in um, goals, then. <laughs> yes, Cantwell and goals, everybody. Yes, it's a team of can't team of Cantwells. We'll change the song from the Davy Weir song to the Cantwell song. <laughs> I know, but he's massively yeah, important. I... Massively important. And really, really, really like. Yeah, he's... Really, really like Sorry, Scotia, I spoke over you there. Apologies. No, all I said is I really like really like the lad and hope that you know this will be a full season for him as well. So hopefully it should be a, a very good good full season. And we, I know we didn't do the prediction or, or like our predictions for the course of the season. Davy six Davy sixteen forty two. Thank you very much there for the donation. That's much appreciated. Thank you very much. Um yeah, I, although we didn't do predictions, I fully expect Todd Canwell to be right up there for player of the year this year. If things continue as we've seen from him so far, uh, why did you have to say That's that, the man? That's the curse. Why did you have to say that? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. It's, oh. it's, it's, it's a. It's a. If Ali says stuff like that, that's what happens. When I say it, it's fine. I told you, Suter would be good. Rangers will not concede. Aye, aye. Scotia is right. It is Ali that calls those things. So just you keep your player of the years to yourself, Alistair. <laughs> um, unless you want to predict one of that mob over the over the city, uh, Carney. I we were in Hoffenheim. Um, we were obviously not pleased with what we're watching in front of us. I put my hands up, and I'm hoping I continue to be wrong. I said to both of you, I was slightly concerned about Todd Cantwell turning into. How do I not be too critical of this? Doing too much talking rather than. Doing the, he's talking on the pitch, off doing he's talking off the pitch too much than on the pitch. I just thought that he didn't have the best preseason, um, very quiet and just kind of going about his business quietly. That on Wednesday night is the Todd Cantwell we will know and we'll want to see, and he backs his chat up if he plays like that. A hundred percent, yeah. I think people gave him a wee bit of a hard time on Saturday for falling in his falling down all the time. Look, it's the plastic pitch as well, and I'm not making an excuse for him, but it will be. It's trying to get your, the correct boots right for that kind of pitch. I get it, but it wasn't great on Saturday. But again, we were chasing the game. Games like this, seeing Wednesday night, see European games. This is what Todd Campbell wants to be doing. He wants to be playing football in these games. He wants to be part of this. So, to a certain degree, I believe. He's probably looking at preseason games, going. I really couldn't care less. I, I really couldn't care less about who I'm playing and what we're doing. It's all about making sure he stays fit for the start of the season. <clears throat> now, I think he was poor. Yeah, I don't think he was great during preseason at all. I do still stand by that Bill was trying to play him too deep, and he was trying to make him be one of the in the shape that he was trying during preseason as well. That he was Cantwell was he was ineffective there. He was ineffective there. I think if we're going to play with the kind of two strikers, if you like, I think it frees him up so much more to be able him and Lammers to be able to be in the same team. And I want to continue to see that going forward. Um that's what I, I believe that Todd Cantwell should be doing. Uh, he shouldn't have to worry about what's behind him. There should be there should be a Rask in there, there should be a Jack there, there should be somebody there that he knows he's covered. Um Todd Campbell was undroppable for me. They're actually undroppable. I think he, he towards the end of last season, um, he was really coming on to a bit of form. Uh, and I, or I, I know I get the argument that we didn't win in last season, but still, I still think he was the most impressive player towards the end of the season. And I would just, I would almost build the team around him. That's how much of a fan of him I, I, I am. I, I think he's a, I think he's a fantastic player. I think he makes stuff happen. And he makes stuff happen out of nothing a lot of the time as well. Um, he's not always going to be perfect. He's not always going to be playing at his peak. No player ever does. But um, I'm glad to see that we've seen a wee bit of the old Todd Cantwell back on on um, 
on Wednesday night, um, especially again in that first half, the first 30, 35 minutes, 40 minutes. Um, I thought he was great. I think he's just critical, mate, for how we how we want to play football and he's not scared to take the ball on um, and to take the ball for a run because nine times out of ten he usually comes out the other end with the ball still at his feet. So, yeah, um, I can't praise him highly enough and I'm still a wee bit baffled as why he didn't even start against uh, Kamarnock, but I'm hoping... As of Wednesday night, there, um, that's the start of us to sustained running the team for him because he's crucial for us. Yeah, he's one of, one of the first names of the team sheet for me, that's for sure. Um, and definitely hands up to the, I think I was overcritical of him um, in Germany. Just worried more than anything else because I think when you look at a squad, I just I, I think we need Cantwell to play well if we're going to have trophies this season. I think we need Cantwell, Todd Cantwell, to play well. Uh, Ali, what, how did you see? Um, how did you look at Cantwell's performance on Wednesday and how important is, is it is this season? Oh, he's vital. He's got to play the week, Cantwell. He's, he's, he's our best player in the middle of the park. He's, I think I described him as the heartbeat of the Rangers team. Everything should be going through Todd Cantwell. He should be dictating. He's a tin opener for me, Ryan. We don't have enough of these guys that can open defences. Lammers to a point, possibly, but Todd Cantwell, for me, he breaks the lines... I just think he's so important. He's um, he's levels above at times when you see him in that park, the way he can ping balls about. He's vital for us going forward and he has to play every week. Michael Beale will know he made an arse it on Saturday last week not playing him. But he ain't going to come out and tell us that. Secretly, he knows he made an arse it. Um, but yeah, Todd Cantwell, for me, plays every week. He plays every week. Maybe not against, no disrespect, but Morton, when we play them in a week's time, we could pull him out then, but... Every week for me, Todd Cantwell has got to be in that team. Yeah, I totally agree. I think he plays every week. He's just such an important player because I think he makes his tick when you see that. I, I do. I think the players have probably got a kick up the backside from from Michael Beale and probably the reaction from the fans. But the tempo we played at in that first half hour is is what I want to see, and I think he he played a big part in that. Just a question, one more question, Ali, on Todd Cantwell. Do you think Todd Cantwell manscapes? Oh, of course hmm. he does. Of course it does, and just on that uh, is a time for a word from our sponsors. Uh, Breaking news, Manscaped now has beard products. They are once again bringing new products to men's grooming with a brand new beard hedge, a pro kit, from a beard trim to a fresh face or a fresh shave, it even says here. The technology behind the beard hedge, a pro kit, allows you to shape your signature beard, look like, make it look like never before. It's time to tame your mane. So say goodbye to all your stubble Trouble with Manscaped's Beard Hedger Pro Kit. It all starts with the Beard Hedger. This cordless trimmer, cordless trimmer gives you the 20 hair cutting lens all with the one guard. The titanium coated T-blade is, is tough on hair but smooth on your face leading to single stroke efficiency. That brings satisfaction one stroke at, one stroke at a time. Plus, it's waterproof. The Pro Kit includes... Formulations for your post-trim care. They are manscaped, then there's Manscaped's beard shampoo and conditioner, beard oil and beard balm. The Pro Beard Kit also comes with three free gifts. A beard brush, beard comb, the scissors to ensure your beard is ready to impress. Get 20% off and free shipping with the, club, with the code CLUB at 22 at manscaped.com. That is 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com with our code club at 22 the manscaped beard hedger one stroke one guard 20 lengths 
<laughs> well done, mate. You got that it. is the biggest. That's the biggest tongue tire one we've had. Yeah, yeah. It's really, that I, is know, a, I, I try and make it as easy as I can. I don't make it up, by the way, either. I don't make it up. Uh, Ryan, a lot of threes and threes in there. <laughs> Uh, do you not find as well is that you're just we're just getting it getting good at the promo that they've put out there and then decide to change it oh. and switch it all up? Aye, <laughs> so I didn't read that. I didn't read that before we did it uh, tonight. Usually I have a wee scan in case Carney's put a fucking a dodgy one in there. So I didn't look at it. And when I was reading it, I was like, as he's throwing something in here, I couldn't work out what was happening. <laughs> I was saying freeze and freeze and that I couldn't work out. Uh, I, uh, you're on it. Sorry, Ryan, just quickly. Uh, obviously, thank you, Manscaped, for their continued support. Obviously, we, we genuinely do appreciate it, and their stuff is brilliant. I've not used their... I'm going to use their beard thing tonight, I think. I've not used it yet. Um, but you'd have go over, I think, Ryan, before um, before uh, Germany. Is that correct? Yeah, I'd have go at it, and there was Germans coming up to me, left, right, and centre, saying, where did you, <laughs> did you manscape your beard? <laughs> and I said, Das Manscaped Vansig <laughs> Discount. So um, uh, yeah, they were very impressed with that. Yeah, just before you go on, mate, um, I just have to read out from Andy Hillis, who's just bought the pod five coffees. He says he's just turned 55 today. Happy birthday, mate. Many happy returns to you. Um, he's out with his wife and he's going for a meal later, but he could not miss the pod. Staunch points there. Uh, Club Europe tomorrow for the game. Enjoy it, mate, and happy birthday from all of us. And thank you for the coffees, mate. Really appreciate it. Yeah, happy birthday, and hopefully by the time you are 56, Rangers will have 56 also. Mm. Um, there's John there, just want to say hello to John, because I'm a big fan, and he's a big fan of pod, so I hope you get your get up the road safely, John. Um, moving on, gentlemen, I want to just stay on the Servette game, because I want to just talk about a few individuals. We do have a lot of new players, some getting criticism, some not, but I want to speak about a couple on the front line, um, firstly, Um so we'll just we'll, we'll tie the two of them in. Serial Dessers, for me, showed flashes of the kind of player we want him to be. Still looks unfit for Marine Boys. I think at the end of the game, looked as if he was towing a caravan. So he does look slightly behind. Had a few good touches. Sometimes maybe overplaying it, trying to link up play um, when he could just have went himself. But he got his goal. He's off the mark. Anyone who's criticising him just now, for me, I think it's unjust. I don't think it's fair. The way I look at it is, this time last year, Alfredo Morelos hadn't even kicked a ball through his choice, and Cyril Dessas is off the mark in the Champions League. So I say we get behind him. Um, Danilo, for me, was maybe trying a bit hard. He looked sharp. I like the way he comes deep, does a lot of running. You can see he's a player. Um, so I'm excited to see the two of them again. Ali, what was your view on the the strike force to the both of them, if you just give us a week and a lowdown? Yeah, again, a lot of people this week have been having a go at um, maybe Dessers in particular, to be honest. Ah, he's, he's he's not match fit. You can see he's not match fit, but you can see there's there's a player there. He's not gifted with pace, Ryan, I would say that. There's a couple of times he's been slipped in. You can tell he, he can't run away for a centre-half, but I don't, I don't think that's what he is. But I could see him linking well as a two up there with Danilo. So I'm not going to judge him yet. Um, I'll judge him after tomorrow. Normally joking, but um, <laughs> uh, Danilo for me, I, I thought he looked sharp. Ryan, I, I agree with you. I thought he was he, he was trying too hard. There was a couple of times where your pal Barris, which was bombing down that left hand side, and he, he didn't play the right ball or he, he gave it away. I just think that was him being eager to try and impress. Obviously, the fans have got a song for him now, so he's trying to impress. But he'll come good out of the two of them. Danilo's the one for me. I, I can see 
he's the better one out of the two of them. Well, they've paid big money for him, so he should be. Dessers at 29 years of age, we've paid decent money for a guy 29 years of age who's going to be 30 in December as well. So I'll be expecting big things for Dessers too. Like I said, I'm not going to judge him now, but he's got, he's got good touches. I, I can see technically he's good. He is overplaying, but I mean, you'll come on to what Michael Beale said, it's best out of day, Ryan, but we've got a brand new, a brand new top three, if you want to say. It's, it's not going to click overnight. These guys haven't played with each other, so it'll take time. But unfortunately, as I've said before in this podcast, Rangers fans do not have patience, including <laughs> myself. <laughs> including you, yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to get the text message from you at halftime after the misses. Misses a sitter. <laughs> um, Scotia, what was your... You're a bit more intellectual than Alistair. Um, a bit more... Oh, come on, Ryan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Depends how many, more, many units of alcohol have been involved. Have you seen yeah, Scotia on a Saturday night? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say, depending how nervous you are, but if you want to talk about alcohol, <laughs> then that's up to you. Um, you've just thrown yourself under a bus there. Um, no, what, I thought Dessers... You can see he's trying to play a link-up play. It's a new partnership, him and Danilo. It's a new team for him. I thought, I genuinely, I've seen somebody there saying they didn't see any touches. I thought I did see some decent play from him, but maybe overplaying it at times, but I can certainly play, I see a player in there. Uh, what did you think of the two of them? Yeah, I was kind of looking at them both as a unit together, you know, as a partnership, because I think that's what they're going to be this year. And to be honest, I wasn't blown away by them, but it's what we've been speaking about. And I think, like Ali says, this is the area of the pitch where... We've made the most changes. This is the area of the pitch that needs time to gel. Um, unfortunately, it's the area of the pitch that wins you games and things like that in the, the majority of times. But I wasn't blown away with them, but I, neither did I think they were absolutely terrible. I could see those could see those wee moments, those wee things that once it clicks into gear, it will come right for them, I believe, truly believe that. Um, and like the, I think Dessers, after the match, had said himself, you know, he isn't match fit yet. It'll take, it's take time for him to get up to speed. So this is the area of the pitch where we need to give them a wee bit of leeway, as it were. I know it's difficult to do so if the results don't go the right way, but I think that's where sorry, camera heads need to prevail. And I would, we, in fact, we've done this pod almost what, a year and a half ago, or many, nearly two years ago, where we picked our, our favourite strike partnership for our best range of 11. And it, they didn't click into gear straight away either. Um, McCoyce and Haley, you know, it took them a wee period of time to get up to speed. So... With two new players coming out in a new club, I think you need to give them a wee bit of time. But I have seen enough decent signs that I think it will come to fruition. Yeah, and McCoy's and Haley didn't didn't uh, click straight away, but of course Marco Negri hit the ground running. Uh, Carly, <laughs> just a wee inside joke there, sorry folks. Yeah. Um, uh, Carly, I'm going to back him. I'm back him. I don't. Uh, I'll be honest. I'm a bit uncomfortable with the criticism he's getting. It seems to be quite quite a lot of people that are not overly taken back by Dessers, and I get it, but I can see there's a player in there. I can see he's unfit. I could, like, you know where I sit. I'm down the front. I'm very close to the players. I could see he was struggling with his fitness. For me, when that comes and a couple of goals under his belt, that's one and two, the way I look at it just now. If he scores a couple of goals, he'll get his confidence up and get sharper, and I think we've got a player. Yeah, <clears throat> look as well. It's, it's the old cliche as well that he was in the right place at the right time. Okay, he didn't do much. The ball pretty much bounced off and went in. But I don't care if that if he scores forty goals like that, I'm not going to care. It doesn't really matter as long as his movement's still good and you can see that his movement is. He's, he's, he's he looks like quite an intelligent player. Um, I'm I'm not as despondent about him as a lot seem to be. I, I'm more than willing to give him the time to grow into the team and to get himself match fit. And the the, the thought of Danilo. Um, 
being at his, or getting to his peak and um, Dessers getting to his peak, it's, it looks like a good front two to me. Um, I agree on Danilo. I think he looks the most the most ready one, probably the most impressive one. Um, I think he looks dangerous. I think he's, his footwork's pretty good. Um, his touch is absolutely class, as you would expect. And I, I did like the look of him. Um, I do. I think he was a wee bit gung ho at times, but it was just there's the goal. I'm going to hit a shot, and I think you need to compose yourself a little bit. But again, that's all me falling into this the belief of the gelling idea. I think um, that all of that will come. I think all of that will come. But Dessers, mate, no, I'm I'm more than more than happy so far than, than what I've seen with him. I think I think we've got a player here. Um, I think. Bill loves this kind of player that is maybe falling out of form a little bit, needs a wee bit of help, needs a wee bit of coaching, a wee bit of nourishment just to make sure that he goes in the right direction. So I believe that Bill will get the best out of him, but I'm in no way am I at any point thinking that he's he's not good enough. Um but it's gonna take it's gonna take real time. Um and for once I'll I'll I I won't be like Ali. Um I'm only kidding Ali because I'm always the same as well, mate. But I, I, we can't be quick to judge. This is a this is a new team. And it's it is going to take it is going to take time and patience. But I still reiterate to the point that I said last time: patience is all well and good if you can see what's happening and you can see players actually trying and giving their all. Um, what we won't accept is dropping points against uh, teams that we should be beating, um, and that's the most important thing. Bill needs to get right just now. I don't think any of us are really expecting Rangers to be top peak. Uh, the best that we're going to see from them this early on. It's still far too early, but what we have to do is win games, and tomorrow is as crucial as it could be. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, tomorrow is well, maybe not for everyone. Tomorrow was a big game this week for me. Um, three points is very it's imperative for us. So I shared your shared your views on that. Um, I I thought I'm 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 happy with this as I just think we need to be. I'm. I'm probably contradict myself, but we need to be slightly patient with some of these players. Yeah, we want them to hit the ground running, but Dessers has got a goal. Let's see how he plays tomorrow and then Tuesday and the following week before we start writing the guy off. And he's already put his hands up, which he didn't need to do and say he feels two weeks behind. So let's see how he is in two weeks. And he's, as I said, he's got a goal. So, right, James, sorry, everyone. I just want to spend a wee bit more time on the game on Tuesday um, rather than dive into Livingston straight away. And there was, because we've got new players, it is good to see them and discuss them. And I'm sure we'll be doing that in the, in the coming weeks. But it was the press conference today. We are here to speak as well about the upcoming game against Livingston tomorrow, three o'clock kickoff on a Saturday. I know that's the boys' favourites um, because they get to go for a pint beforehand. Uh, Michael Beale did the press conference today, as he would, because he's the manager, so he's going to do the manager's press conference, <laughs> isn't he? <laughs> Um, um, I just few quotes from that. His full concentration is on this game. He said, "We have a lot of respect for Martin Dale and his staff, so we are expecting it to be a tough game. It's the start of a season, and it is important we don't go overboard. But of course, it's important to win this weekend. Um, these players have come in from different places, but what I am seeing from the players so far, I am happy with, and I have a lot of faith in them. Everyone has hopes and aims for the season." Both within the league and other competitions, we have changed our forward players, so certainly will take a bit of time. Yes, it will, Michael. I just said that. Thank you. It's important when players <laughs> get the opportunity to play that they can come in and show what they can do. There are demands, but none of these players get to this level without demanding a lot from themselves. This is a unique place, and there are high demands. There is expectation, and every game means something. There are lots of new faces within the squad. I thought they were positive to take from midweek and we're building a new 
Rangers team, I am hugely motivated by that. And he was on, he got on to question about individual players, and he said Scott Wright is a Rangers player for the foreseeable future until anything changes. So, um, friend of the podcast, um, Stevie Clifford will be very happy about that one. I know he likes him. Uh, he said John Suter, um, his question about John Suter, said he has had a lot of injuries, but it's great to see him fit and healthy, and he thought he was fantastic during the week, as did I. I thought John Suter was very good, and I am a big Brilliant. fan of us taking the ball out from the back and yep. just having a go uh, instead of the square balls. Um went on to praise Martindale and the rest of the box ticking stuff when you're playing against a Scottish team saying they were organised. So, Michael, we were saying a lot of positive things there. Um, Ali, I'll come to you. Livingston, we all know what we're getting. We could probably copy and paste this from the last time we played Livingston and we'll all say the same thing. Um, what are you expecting tomorrow from the game against Livingston? A very compact, stuffy Livingston, as always. <laughs> David Martindale Checking last those time. boxes. Yep, David Martindale said last time we'll just congest the middle of the park and let Rangers go wide because we know we can deal with our balls in the box and I expect the same tomorrow. They got a nil-nil draw at, um, against the Sheep first game of the season. They've got the big guy, Nubly, up front who's their kind of... But they've always got they've always got a big guy up front Livingston, that's how they play. They're a physical team Livingston, they'll be well organised. But yeah, it's, it's down to us Ryan, again to break these teams down. Can we break these teams down? It's um it's down to the players in the part to do it, but I expect Livingston to be organised. But at the end of the day, I expect Rangers to to win out comfortable winners tomorrow. That's your positivity. Good. That is your positivity. I'll go with it as well. Um, I think you know, you know what you're getting with Martindale. It is as a a kind of media trained answer or a media trained thing to say, but you do know what you're getting with Martindale. These teams, they are organised. He knows how to frustrate Rangers teams. He knows that Rangers. The way I would think about it, if I was Michael Beale, is he'll probably play compact and try and push us out to the wings and try and make us play early crosses, which we all hate to see. I saw a stat today, so it might not be true, um, but I did see a stat today that we are, in terms of European competitions, we play the most crosses into a box. Um, I think it's an average of 27, 28 crosses into a box. Um, for me, tells you a massive story of our use of the ball. That we're not doing it through the middle enough, and hopefully that's what's going to change this season. We're asking Cantwell and Sefentes and etc. The new players coming in, so I'm hoping that tomorrow tells us something. Scotia, Martindale does play. What as soon as I think of Martindale, I think compact. He'll come and frustrate his his teams are quite physical as well. But this tomorrow, I'm quite excited to see how Rangers play because it's very early to call this. I think if we struggle to break down Livingston, it is a very tight game tonight for 90 minutes. I think it's going to tell you a lot about how the coming months are going to go. Yeah, I think so. Um, we had a couple in the last couple of seasons. We've had a few draws at Ibrooks as well, we live, which, you know, that's it sticks in the back of people's minds and you don't want to kind of get bits of the fear into you. And it'll be interesting to see how we play because on Wednesday night there, I was looking at some of the movement and we were trying to make passing up through the middle quite a bit, as well as using the, the wide players as in Borna and tab as well but we were certainly looked as if we were going a wee bit more through the middle than we, we did at any point last season um jack in particular made a couple of brilliant passes i thought um kind of quite straight passes out from the back that found the found like the likes of lammers and turn on we go um and obviously suitor stepping out but um it's going to be like ali said there we live there's a stuffy team i think Again, I'm going to put the kiss of death on something here, but I don't think Livy are as good a team as they were last season. 
I think they've lost two of their better players and they've not really brought anyone. Let's I love that Kenny constantly retakes. And we're at home, so I'm hoping we can go out and you know, we've seen progress from Kelly to Servette there. I'm hoping we now see progress from Servette to, to the Levy game here because we, we need it. <laughs> Otherwise, we'll be back here on Monday evening if we record speaking pretty much doing our pod that we done on Tuesday there. I'll be the exact same reaction. So hopefully, hopefully it all goes well. Good. Ali, Tick, Scotia, Tick, welcome to Club at 22, your Rangers positive podcast. <laughs> Carly, I'll come to you. Livingston, um, like I say, we know what we get from them, but I want Rangers to put a marker down tomorrow, mate. I want Rangers to show the energy they did on Wednesday. I think if they show that energy and they move the ball quick like that, teams like Livingston, I don't mean it to sound disrespectful, will not live with it. It's up to us and what we do. The old another old cliche, but it is what we do. What are you expecting tomorrow? Yeah, literally the last kind of two comments there's kind of summed up what exactly what I was going to say. Uh, Linda first off was just win tomorrow, Rangers, and I'm very much in that boat. And Pacer said, uh, play your strongest eleven and get three points. And I, I can't disagree with that. I really can't. I, I do expect it to be some rotation to an extent, but I, I would imagine the team's going to remain pretty much unchanged. It's important for us to win tomorrow. We can't. We can't. We can't hand even more points over. Um, should obviously they win their game, but it's crucial for us to go off to a win tomorrow uh, or get a win on the board tomorrow. Even uh, Bill will know that he's not silly. Um, he knows that anything other than a win tomorrow will not be welcomed, and it will be pretty ferocious the backlash from it. So, I fully expect Rangers to be fully up for this. I expect us again, as you say, mate, to come out the same way we did on Wednesday night. Absolutely, go at them, throw everything at them that you can for the first forty-five minutes, first forty, forty-five minutes, and hopefully we've done enough at that point where the game is pretty much done. Uh, and then Livingston they don't have a choice. I mean, you get a goal against these teams, and they still remain to do what they do. The second goal is the one that always changes the game because you score a second and they have to try and do something or else they know they're just cannon fodder basically so crucial for us to get two goals as quickly as possible in my opinion and from there I think we'll be more than comfortable winners but I'm expecting it to be um, more of the same um, I, I'm, I'm going to jump on Scotia's bandwagon from there's progress from Kelly to um, Survey and I'm hoping there's progress from Survey into Livy uh, and that's the way that the season's got to continue to build for us to get into the um, for us to get any chance of winning anything this season, um, I think it's crucial. But um, ah, I'm looking forward to it, mate. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to getting Tybrooks uh, and just a, a wee bit of breaking news that I will be covering from the press area tomorrow. With thanks to Stevie Clifford from Four Lads of the Dream, uh, I'll be covering it from the the press area uh, to cover the game for Four Lads, and also there'll be a post match for Club at Twenty Two um, with Stevie Clifford as well. So keep your eyes out for that. But thank you very much, Stevie. Very much appreciated, mate. Um, but yeah, I am. I am very much looking forward to tomorrow, mate. Yeah, very good of Stevie to do that and give give us the opportunity and give you the opportunity, mate. Um, excited for you. We've obviously been in there last year and it's great experience, exposure for you, exposure for us. Brilliant. Uh, so thank you very much, Stevie. And I was going to do my breaking news, but if you gave me the sign, I was going to do my Jim White breaking news and then come to you. <laughs> Sorry, um, mate. Some, no. We could have got some yellow yellow ticker tape along the bottom as yellow well. Ticker, but We'll try, we'll try and hit that next time. Uh, I am I just I would like to see Bill. Well, we're not going to see him say it, but I would like to think Bill's going to say to the players, "Go and show the fans. Go and show the fans that what you did for half an hour, you can do for a full game against Livingston. Show them what you're about, or I change the team." I would like to think the players can 
at least sustain that kind of level for at least a full half anyway, because I do, I did see something I said to guys around about me on Wednesday. I almost enjoyed myself on Wednesday night for half an hour. I was like, I am actually enjoying being at Ibrooks. <laughs> and that sounds funny, but I just, you know, I'm like, guys, I'm very critical on the team because I just want to win all the time. I want to win three or four nil. And I know that's not realistic, but I did enjoy that half hour on Wednesday. And if we can play like that for half an hour, 45 minutes, we will win most of our games in Scotland. So, yes, looking forward to tomorrow and hoping we, we get a performance in like that. Right. Get your teams in the, the comments um, who you think will play. I did see someone say there's supposed to be a few injuries. I missed that with Bill, so apologies, but um, there are supposed to be a few injuries. The injuries, who they are, I don't know. But Ali, give us your team. Um, your start lineup, sorry, your first goal scorer and score, please. First of all, Justin Muir. Thank you. Thank you, mate. Thank you for the duration. God bless America, as always. Yeah, you, you, I was um, waiting for you to do that. I'm literally waiting for you to do that. Scott Arfield and I was waiting in the wings for it there. Um, teams for tomorrow. Ryan, I, I don't think any of us will get the team for tomorrow because Michael Beal and his presser says a couple of players have bumps and we don't know who these players are. So I'd be surprised if we get the team. So my team tomorrow is Butland, Tav, Golds and Suter, your pal Barisic at left-back. A midfield. Now, we did say this guy's playing. Whether he meant he's yeah. coming off the bench or what. Sefuentes starts right. for me. Um, Ryan Jack will be kept for midweek, so he won't play. So it'll be Sefuentes, Raskin, Todd Cantwell. And then up front for me, or the kind of three, if you want to say, it'll be Lammers, Danilo. I think Dessers will step out because he looked like he was blowing out his arse. And Seema up front. And I'm going to go 4 0 Rangers tomorrow. First goal scorer will be Danilo. My goodness. Ali, you have no idea how much I want you to be right. Not about the start That's orange lineup. juice I'm drinking. That's not any explosive <laughs> drink. <laughs> orange juice and vodka and gin. Uh, Scotia, uh, your starting lineup is it much different to Ali? What do you think the first goal scorer and score will be, please, mate? I am going to aim for Cantwell and goals. Um, can't remember it right back. <laughs> no, no um, it is slightly different than Ali's. Not too different, but slightly different. I'm going for Butland and goals. I think there'll be a change in defence. I'm kind of hung up on where that change will be, but the change I would make is um, Tav, Suter, Balogun and Barisic. I think Goldson might be one of those players that he was talking about that had a knock. Um because I said to Carney when we were walking down the road about Goldson, it was just a wee bit that he just looked as if he was running for the ball, ball a wee bit too slowly. And I was like, I just hope that's him getting up to speed rather than the injury that he's, they had there over the summer taken out of him and he just needs more match time. But I'm taking him out, out and putting Balogun in. Midfield, they're asking Sifuentes and Cantwell. Um, same kind of reasoning behind it as Ali there. Sifuentes has been playing football since January, so he's he has match fit. And then no changes up because I think we need to keep playing with this to allow them the time to link Lammers, uh, Dessers and Danilo. Uh, I'm going 3-0 Rangers and Sifuentes is the first goal scorer. That week, and I'm not copying <laughs> Mike 72. I'm not copying Mike 72 there. Uh, this is the Club at 22 Positive Podcast. Superb, mate. Um, I am, do you know, you both gave different front lines there and you gave really good reasons for it and it changed my mind both times of my my front line, so uh, I kudos to you. You're very good pundits, and Jim Sloan, thank you very much, sir. And um, that is Cheers, extremely Jim. kind of you. 
Um, thank you. Um, Carney, what's your, this is interesting, what's your lineup and first goal scored and score, please? Yeah, so Bill had mentioned that a few players, a few players are nursing knocks, he said. So um, it could be Golden. We don't really know. He said he wasn't going to give in away and he wasn't going to let Martindale, Martindale know either. Could be Cantwell as well, and I know that's not what anybody wants to hear, but he did take a bit of a kicking on Wednesday night. A, a couple of times he got a bit of a doing a few times. So, I mean, maybe, I hope not. I really do hope not, because I think he's crucial when he has to play. But I'll go with... Um, it's the same as Ali's until the front three, and I think the front three will still be Danilo Dessers and Lammers. Um, I think that'll be the front three. I think he'll want to persevere with Danilo and Dessers just now to try and get the the partnership going, because um, I think that's probably what he's planning on playing going forward. Uh, but yeah, I'll go with that, and I'm very much looking forward to seeing Sifuentes starting. Um, I think he showed re- real moments on um, Wednesday when he came on that he's not scared to get stuck in about it, and he looked ready to go. So yeah, um, I'm looking forward to seeing him. I will also go for 3-0 Rangers. I'll go for... Who will I go for? I'll go for Lammers to get the first goal. I'll go Lammers to get the first goal. So, yeah, three points for Bob tomorrow. Please, Rangers, that would be smashing. Sorry, mate. What did you see your score was there? 3-0, mate. 3-0. Boys. Tremendous. Love it. Uh, okay. I've decided my team now that I've heard all your, your points of view. <laughs> I'm, it's a guessing game for these injuries, boys. So, I'm going to try and bring a bit of govern front inside intel here. Uh, Butland. Tavernier, Goldson, Suter. I saw Borna Barisic looking at the bench and wanting, looked as if he wanted off. I'm not just saying that because I don't like him. Or, <laughs> that's a bit harsh. I know I don't. Uh, Dijon Sterling. I'm going to play Cantwell, Raskin, and Sifentes. And I'm going to go. I have swayed back Scotia Toxins. The front three need to gel, and I think he's going to play the same front three again. I will go 3-0, Rangers, and I'm going to go big John Suter for first goal. I think he's going to score a couple of goals this season. I think we'll look for him at set pieces, so he's going to score the first goal in 3-0, Rangers, which would it take us to the top of the table? Short term? I don't know. Joint top, anyway. We'll go with that. Um, so I, so what's that? Nobody's conceding then? 3-0, four, what's that? 3-0, 3-0, 4-0? Boys, that's that's what I want to see. That's what I want to see tomorrow, big time. Right, um, that'll about do us, guys. I've run out of my agenda and I am um, buzzing to get directs tomorrow and it's only Friday evening. So thank you, everyone, in the comments for getting involved. Give us a laugh, some of your comments. Obviously, some of them we can't put up on the screen, (laughs) but we had a good laugh there. And um, hope everybody enjoys a Saturday. I will say goodbye to my guests. Um, Ali Pearson, enjoy your... uh, Enjoy decorating your your room this evening, mate. <laughs> yeah, hopefully next time we do a podcast and you will have the, my photos behind me. But no, I look forward to tomorrow. First home league game of the season. Always get a buzz for that. Three o'clock on a Saturday. I know Carney's in the, the presser, so he'll be well behaved tomorrow um, hmm. at Club at 22. Yes. Me and Scotia probably won't be behaved. We'll be in the Viceroy tomorrow and we'll be somewhere afterwards as well. So um, looking forward to it and uh, I. Let's put a performance on Rangers. I want to come out of Ibrox tomorrow, Ryan. Happy going into Edson House with Scotia and have a have a buzz for once coming out of Ibrox. So it's down to these players and it's over to you, Rangers. 
I'm sure you will, Arthur. I'm sure you will. And until we get a Patreon, you can find out about Ali's um, decorating on his OnlyFans Scotia. Uh, <laughs> thanks very much for this evening, mate. Um, hope you enjoy your day tomorrow. Bye. Cheers, Ryan. Cheers, Ali and Scott. And cheers, listeners. No, like Ali, I'm really looking forward to this one. I always like the first week game of the season because you can kind of go in for it. And it's, it's, there's something a wee bit special about going to your first domestic game of the season at Ibrox. So looking forward to it. Good, mate. And uh, last but not least, Mr. Carney, you get your uh, tie looked out, your tripod for recording. I want all the content tomorrow. <laughs> uh, you, te- you tell everybody in there I'm asking for, but no, seriously, mate, you enjoy your day tomorrow. You enjoy it. I know what's happened through uh, this week, so you enjoy your day tomorrow, and I'll probably speak to you um, after it. Yeah, very much looking forward to it. It's been a tough week um, for me, um, so I am I'm very much looking forward to it. And again, thank you so much for Stevie for the kind invitation to let us uh, kind of share his share his press pass for the day. Um, so yes, yeah, Stevie's been a great supporter to us, um, great support to the pod, and I'm very much looking forward to going and doing it doing it properly. If that makes sense, I know we've we've tasted that a wee bit in terms of that we done we done the Queen of the South game, we've done the Legends game, but this feel, this one feels a wee bit different. Uh, so yeah, very much looking forward to it. Can't wait to do it. We as I say. We'll, will be content throughout the day and then after the game me and Stevie will bring a post-match from Ibrooks um, um, on, on this channel on, on Club at 22 so make sure you tune in for that so I again I'll just say three points uh, tomorrow Rangers for Bob that would be very very nice three points for Bob here here uh, everybody um, thank you very much for tuning in uh, we are Club at 22 have a good weekend share the podcast and play up the Glasgow Rangers cheers cheers